everyone. Welcome back to another episode of, of Hugh Life. I Date. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yes. <laughs> we'll go ahead and keep that in. Of Hugh I Do. I'm Tania. And I am Ashley. And we have a lovely guest today. Guest, can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yes. Hi, I am Vanessa Hayward from Vanessa Hayward Events. So excited to be talking to you today and very nice meeting you. Yes, we'll be talking to you all about month of coordination today since a lot of the girls are in need of a month of coordinator or need to know more about what month of coordinators actually do. So really excited about this conversation. I'm really excited about it too, because it's come up very frequent um, recently. So I'm very excited to, to talk about this topic and my thoughts surrounding it. Okay. Yes, <laughs> we're excited as well. Um, do y'all just want to go ahead and jump into these questions? <laughs> it works for me because I don't have no wedding talk to talk about. Ain't nothing going on with me. <laughs> <laughs> like you were gonna ask me how was my wedding plan going it's look i'm just paying folks at this point so <laughs> there's nothing fancy going on it so yeah we can keep it moving okay okay well let's get into these questions so vanessa how did you get into the wedding industry so when i was a little girl my dad has his own catering company in tallahassee um fortune catering and events so when i was younger um i would always go with him to events because i was like his little food taster and kind of got into like just setting up the buffet line if there was a buffet line or if there if it was plated just setting out the napkins and i was really interested in like just trying to figure out new ways to fold napkins like that was my thing and so fast forward to 2014 i was looking for a wedding planner for my own wedding and you know i was like you know what i hired a person but i was just like ah this is not going the way i, I needed to go and so we ended up letting her go. And I was just like, you know what? I can do this myself. So my mom and I planned my whole entire wedding, 250 guests. And from there, it was just like a hobby. Like I just did it. People were like, you know, who planned your wedding? I told them I did. And they asked me and then people would refer. So March 17, 2019 is when I officially launched Vanessa Hayward Events. And since then, it's, it's just taken off. So that's kind of how I got into it. Just just from my dad's catering company. Well, it sounds like you were destined to do this job because you had like a front row seat to your dad's whole business, you know? So yeah, you were definitely destined to do this. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's definitely been a journey. And um, it, it's just crazy how things come full circle. Just seeing like still working with him on like contracts and stuff. But now I'm able to say, hey, you know, we have an in-house planner and I'm talking about myself. And it's just... It's just been amazing to see like what happens when you just step out on faith and kind of just do what you really want to do that's on your heart and then just see how many doors open from there. So I'm excited and I'm excited just to see what's in store for 2020. Yes, I'm excited for you. Thank you. Let's talk about this month of coordination. For those that are listening that don't know, can you explain what a month of coordinator actually is? Yes. So... And I still call it a planner. So you still have your month of planner. I don't like to take away from planners and call them coordinators because we still have to plan. That may sound, you know, crazy to some people, but 
some planners will get very upset if you call them a coordinator. So month of planning is just what it sounds like. You come in the month of, sometimes two months out before the wedding, depending on how big the wedding is, um, as far as guest count goes, and how much detail is going into that wedding. But you come in the month of, and you are basically there to make sure that day goes exactly the way the couple has planned it to be. So when we come in month of, we have a person to say, you know, hey, I just want a month of planner. I've planned my whole entire wedding. You're not expecting us to find flowers for you. You're not expecting us to design anything for you because you've done it. The only thing that we're going to do, we're going to come in, we're going to contact your vendors, we'll make your timeline, we're going to show up and make sure that everything is is how you planned it to be. So that is exactly what month of is. Now, some people will hear that and say, oh, well, wait, 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 wait. I thought you were going to help me with design. And then that's when we get into another category category of services when it doesn't become month of anymore. I yeah. didn't even know all of that. I, I literally just thought it was like the month of version of a full planner, like everything basically that a full planner would do, but just kind of condensed in a six week fashion. So, okay. So usually planners will have a month of, which some planners are now calling it wedding management because you see that, well, we see that we come in, a lot of couples have forgotten a lot of things because they're so, so focused on the bigger vendors, like the flowers, the makeup artists, the photographer, the venue, that they've missed the smaller details that need to be worked out. So we're still having to plan those smaller details. So when we call it weather management, it's like, okay, we're not just locked into just one month. Whereas we can come in and say, hey, well, I really think I'm going to need three months and not one. So it, it's totally up to planners. But like I was saying, some planners will have, you know, that that one month, the partial, the partial is like six months out, and then they'll have a full planning. Partial sometimes comes with design. So with partial, so some, sometimes people know exactly what they want, but they don't know how to put it together. So with partial, then you have that design piece in there. And that way you don't have to worry about you know, how do I want my centerpieces to look? Or what type of linen should I have? Or what color napkin should I have with this linen? That's when you get into design and it's no longer month of. Okay. So is there a difference between a day of coordinator and a month of coordinator? I mean, it sounds like there is, especially since you broke it down that way. It's not really a difference because Mm -hmm. somebody still has to create your timeline and they're not going to create it the day of. They have to come in, I would say four, four weeks, that's a month, four weeks before the wedding. Make sure you have all of those small details, not really designing anything, but making sure you have everything crossed off. Because if you don't, we'll tell you what you're missing, but it's up to you to go and and plan it out. You know, we may give recommendations here and there, but with mm-hmm. month of, we're, we're really not planning anything. We're just being your liaison between what, you, what you've already planned with your vendors. We are now your point of contact for your vendors because the month of your wedding, you shouldn't have to do anything else, right? Because you're you're getting ready for your wedding, um, you need to you know worry about your final dress fitting and stuff like that. And your family's coming in town, so it's it's little things that you need to work out within just a couple, right? You may be finishing up premarital counseling or whatever it is, but as far as vendors are concerned, the only thing 
that may be outstanding is maybe like an outstanding balance or your DJ needs to be paid on the day of. So your day of planner will pay whoever needs to be paid on the day of. They'll be there on the day of to set up the guest book or the, the nice for the cake cutting or the champagne flutes. Anything that needs to be set out on the day of, we're going to set it out. But that's with any package, right? But the only difference is we create your timeline and we basically say, hey, okay, you plan this. We're going to make sure it looks exactly how you planned it on your day of. We haven't really planned anything. It's based on what, you, what you've done. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. So is there something that most people don't know of a month of planner or coordinator? I would say sometimes brides will say, you know, hey, this is how I want my centerpieces. And they come in and the centerpieces aren't done. What you need to understand is when you hire a month of planner or coordinator, they're coming in and they're going to do exactly what you did exactly what you designed so if you diy your centerpieces they're going to go out exactly how you gave them to us you know of course we want your wedding to look how it needs to be and we're not going to let it you know be anything less than what you talk to us about your vision but at the end of the day most of the work is on whoever planned it prior to us coming in Gotcha. But I think people do need to understand, like, yes, you will have a detailed timeline that your um, your planner will take care of. Anything that needs to be set out the day of, she will set it out. Like, I will set it out. We do run rehearsal. So we are over rehearsal. And um, usually, you know, we kind of go through everything the night before. So that's why I... you. So I think it's it's just a preference. People say day of, people say month of, but really it's like day of, when you think of day of, that's the day of the wedding. But when I think of rehearsal, that's the day before the wedding, right? When I think of doing a timeline, I have to do a timeline way before the night before the wedding. Of course. Mm-hmm. So I think those are the things you have to remember, but also to remember it's going to be exactly how you planned it. Um, now, there will be times where we come in and we talk to a vendor and we find out you left out some major things, but we'll fix it and you won't even know about it. Okay. What is the difference between, say, like, you go to a venue that has an event manager and, like, a month of coordinator or a planner? That's a good question. So your event manager is going to know everything about that venue. In case it rains, this is where we usually, you know, have it. And it's really good for like, if you have a planner who lives out of town, that's just coming in for your rehearsal. So your planner and your event manager are going to be together, but your planner is going to speak on your behalf because she knows exactly what you want. So an event manager may say, hey, we usually put our gift table right here in the front. But you already know from talking to your bride, she wants it somewhere else because she's been to the venue. She knows exactly where she wants it. So they're basically going to speak on your behalf, but still work with that event manager too. Because that event manager, like I said, they know everything about the venue. They can help the the planner on the day, you know, with just logistic type stuff. If we need more tables and the, the venue has tables, the event manager knows where the storage room is for the tables. They're going to be able to help move chairs. If, you know, the planning team is moving chairs, the event manager can also help move chairs. I've also seen it where the event manager will come out and, you know, they can tell you 
hey, they can just, just help orchestrate stuff so it moves smoothly because they know the venue and they know basically how things are, especially when you get into like design type stuff. Um, usually some, some venues will have like restrictions where you can go through the event manager and they can make it happen for you, even though that may not be something they've done before, you know? So it's always good to have a planner. Also too, because your event manager is not going to do your timeline. Some do and some don't. Now, I've been to venues where the event manager just shows up on the day of and just say, hey, tell me what you need. But they haven't run rehearsal. They mm-hmm. didn't, they're not talking to your, your DJ, your photographer, your videographer, or your caterer. They're not doing all of that other stuff. They're just only there to help you with the venue itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. How wow. far out? I'm sorry. No, I, that was... That was good. That was good. Okay. How far out do month of planners or coordinators start helping the couple? And then how early should couples book their month of planner or coordinator? Um, like I said, in the beginning, it just kind of depends um, based on like the guest count. And I like, okay, so usually I would say book them three months out because if you have a question, for my brides, if they book me three months out and they have a question, hey, Vanessa, what do you think about this? I'm not going to say, girl, it's not two months yet. I'm not going to answer your question. No, I'm going to answer that question because I want their wedding day to be everything you dreamed of. And I don't want you stressing out because you can't find an answer to something because I'm making you wait until, you know, two months out. But I let them know anytime you have a question, you can book me as soon as you want to. When I, I'm not going to work on your timeline, call a vendor or anything like that until like one and a half to two months out, depending on, you know, how much detail is going into this wedding, you know? Um, now, if it's a DIY wedding, of course, I don't have to do anything until the, to that, that month. But usually right at a month out, I start working on timelines. I start saying, okay, I need to know who your vendors are. And then two, all of my brides will get their own planning suite. So they have a checklist. They have all the resources they need before they even need to talk to me. How, what was your second question? The second question was how early should couples book their, more, their, their month of coordinator or planner? Okay. So that all kind of depends on like when your wedding is. So some people like to just say, hey, I just got engaged. I'm getting married in three months. So they can go ahead and book three months out. They can book four months out. But also, too, I like to tell people, even when I talk to them, so I've I've had it where brides will call me six months out and say, hey, I only need a month of planner. So I let them know, like, what it is I offer in month of and what it is I offer in partial, just so they have the option. Because sometimes you get to the point where you see couples say, oh, I can plan this whole thing myself. But now it comes to, oh, it's just really overwhelming. It's more than what I thought it was going to be. I'm stressed out. Like, can you just plan it for me? Um, so I would say maybe three to four months, you need to know um, what it is that you really want. Because, you know, it's just once you start to book client, book vendors, and you have, like, concepts in your mind, but you don't know how to put it out on paper, it's just... And not really on paper, but explain it to like a florist or explain it to your rental company, like what it is exactly you want, where you don't have anyone advocating for you, it's going to be kind of difficult. And then you're more stressed out than you need to be. So I would say 
um three months out is good three to four months out is good because when you get to like that six month it's just like you want to start calling your planner when now it's, it's it becomes partial planning because you're like six months out and that's like half the year before your wedding very good so information three, yeah, yeah four months. from your experience what is the percentage breakdown of say couples you've worked with using a month of planner versus a full planner mm, so full planning i would say about 20 percent partial planning i would say about 80 percent no i would say about 70 percent and then the rest the 10 the last 10 percent will use like month of yeah so most of it is partial planning and design because most times when you have a couple most times now with pinterest and instagram and hashtags and everything people know exactly what photographer they want they know exactly what makeup artist they want mm -hmm. they may not know what florist or rental company to use because people that's when you start to get in and say you know you say oh what's your budget and people really don't know what things cost so they don't know but they know like those particulars as far as the videographer photographer, makeup artist, hairstylist, they know those people. And so really it's just the bigger, the bigger people, like the rentals, the florals. And most times people know where they want to get married. So now we're into, oh, it's just really partial planning because you don't need all of your vendors, right? You just need a few, you need the main ones. And really that's just design because when you think about florals and rentals, that's the, that's the whole design piece of, the, the planning part. So that's why in my package, it says partial planning plus design. Because a lot of times people say, oh yeah, I, I have all these vendors and I know how I want my wedding to look. It's on Pinterest, but I don't know how to put this together to make it look how I want it to look. I don't want it to look just like Pinterest, but this is my inspiration. And so we have to come in and pretty much design it with the floral florist and the rental company and say you know this is what my bride wants so that's why we have to add that design in there and I always tell planners like even my friends who are planning that's not in the same city with me or kind of just getting into it if you're if you're designing anything you need to get paid for it because that's that's extra work that's extra research um that's extra time on Pinterest and finding different things to stay within budget to still give that couple exactly that look that they're looking for very good answer. And yes, I completely agree with if you did some work, you should get paid for it there. No, we're not doing free stuff mm -hmm. around here. Mm -hmm. um, so, okay. So what should couples do in the months leading up to working with their month of coordinator or planner to properly set them up for like success? So like say someone got engaged, but their wedding's not for a year, but they're like, I'm just going to like do all of this myself, but I want my mom and my aunts to enjoy themselves the day, uh, you know, like the weeks leading up to the wedding. I want them working. So I have a month of coordinator planner. Um, so like what type of information or like what should they be doing? to kind of like help that process be extremely like seamless and make everything easier for like, say you to kind of like run with it once you've stepped on. 
Okay. So I, I think that they should definitely have um, some type of inspiration board, whether it be through Pinterest, whether it be through just saving pictures on your phone and making a collage, but somewhere where you can kind of put everything together and say, this is the look that I want. This, this is the color that I want. This is how I pretty much want everything to look on my wedding day, if not better. So they definitely should have that because that collage or inspiration is that's what you're going to need to share with your florist. And when you get with your florist, then your florist can help you, you know, with rentals and stuff. Because some florists have rentals as well. So they can pretty much put your whole table together and then outsource whatever else they need as far as like linens if they don't have it or charges if they don't have it, you know? So definitely... I always say number one is putting those pictures together to figure out what it is you want your room to look like or your your aisle to look like or your ceremony space itself to look like. And then once you do that and you have pretty much the, the, the picture down, um, figuring out either using Instagram and you can save pictures on Instagram. Um, what is it called? Collection. And then once you figure that out, finding local vendors in your area who you really like. So say if it's like something unique, like a sweets table that you really like finding that, what do you want it to look like? That also needs to be anything that you want at your wedding. You need a picture of, mm. especially because when you go and you email a baker, and you who you want to do your sweets table she's gonna need to know what that looks like for you so if you have a picture that's that that cuts out a lot of miscommunication right so all of those things and then creating a paper trail is is best because that way when you do get with your planner um month of you can say hey this is this is what she told me she was gonna do and here it is in writing because your your month of planner is gonna come in and she's going to see everything that you've planned, and it's going to be just like that. Now, I don't have it. I'm just going to go off my best judgment as what's what looks right and what looks like it goes with everything. But if this is what y'all decided on, this is what needs to happen. I need all contracts. Any contract you sign, you need to save it and print it out and keep a folder because that folder is going to be handed over to your wedding planner and given back to you after the wedding is over. So definitely pictures, emails, printer, and then making making a list using hashtags on Instagram or, you know, referrals from per people you, you've been to weddings, um, asking them, you know, who did this or who did that. So you can kind of make those connections yourself. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of calls to make to make sure you get the right thing. But also to know that when you call a vendor, you may not get the same price as your planner. So that's another thing. I think you asked me, what is it that somebody needs to know? Well, with month of, you're not going to get those discounts that your planner may be able to get for you because we're not doing negotiations with, with month of. Whereas with full planning or posture planning, we can pretty much get discounts for any service that you probably have at your wedding because we've worked with the vendors before or we just can negotiate and say hey you know how can we make this work within my client's budget you know whereas you're coming in and they're just gonna say hey this is my price so also keep that in mind but um yeah so keeping everything documented keeping pictures and just making sure you have a checklist of some sort so you know okay month one i need to do this month two i need to do this definitely having a checklist until you, you know, book with your planner and your planner, you know, gives you a, a checklist of things to do as well. 
I'm happy that you started talking about the budget because that ties into my next question. Um, what does a month of coordinator slash planner do when it comes to the budget since it might be established by that time period already? It, it, I guess it, it helps me because I use, a, I use a system online. So they are able to see the breakdown in their budget and they can basically adjust prices. But that only happens when they retain me. So and I tell them this in the beginning too. So it's just like, I guess the advice to a couple would be just make sure if you know for sure you want a month of planning to go ahead and book them because that way you can use all the tools that they have that they're going to give you to make sure you stay on budget, to make sure you stay on track with your personal wedding planning timeline. And then, you know, if you have any questions, you can text or email them. Now, I know some planners won't even talk to their couple until, you know, two months out, but they can always text or email them and, you know, they'll get back to them. So that's a way to still have a guide through your wedding planning process, but you're, plan you're doing all of the negotiations and stuff, you know? So for instance, if you say, hey, Vanessa, I really like this baker. Have you heard of her? Yes, I've heard of her. I may even call her and say, hey, I have a bride. Um, she may call you. And so they already know, okay, Vanessa's working with this bride. Let me see what I can do. I haven't negotiated anything, but because I told her you were going to call, you may, you know, get a better price. So I will always tell, tell couples, if you know for sure this is something you want to do, go ahead and retain it. Go ahead and retain your, your wedding planner because at the end of the day, <clears throat> excuse me, if something happens and you're like, oh, I, I need you to do more, then that you're, you've already established that relationship with that planner and then that planner can step in wherever you feel like, you know, I can't do this anymore and they can pick up the pieces, you know? Yeah. So, I feel like, you know, whatever, for me, I have a system where my couples can log in to their planning suite and they can see their budget. They can adjust, they can add, they can, so say like if it, they, they booked their photographer, but on the budget, it was like a hundred dollars more. They can move that extra hundred dollars to somewhere else and see where the money is going. Um, so if they don't have their own spreadsheet, I think that would be the best thing to do is to just make sure whatever planner you're using, they have some type of system you can use unless you're going to keep your own. But just make, keeping in mind that you're going to have to do those negotiations. Okay. So I guess you covered <laughs> this, but like, because you mentioned that when folks come on, they usually have like all the big vendors like already kind of taken care of but like what vendors would you recommend to the couples at that point like what are like generally at that point who have they missed or who is left to book it's not really anybody left to book it's just you know have you done your seating chart have you ordered your signing your guest book if you're gonna have one what about your programs who's printing those so like those type of things if they have programs because some people don't want them favors some people you know will say oh i didn't order my favorites yet but this is what i want and so hey i'll send over you know some ideas still i'll send you some ideas but you have to go on there you know and find it but at that point it's just tying up loose ends honestly and the final vendor walkthrough. I mean, find a venue walkthrough. So sometimes, depending on, you know, when, if they haven't done it, we'll do the final. I'll do the final 
venue walkthrough with them. And this can be the day of rehearsal. It could be before rehearsal, but it's within that month. And so that way I can walk through the venue with them and I can see their pictures and they can tell me, you know, we were thinking about having the table over here or the welcome sign here. So that way I already know. And so it's not a matter of, oh, I'm showing up the day of, and I know I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what she wants this, but it looks good right here. No, I've already talked to my, my client and I know exactly where they want certain stuff to go. And that's what people have to understand too. They think that, okay, well, I'm just paying for a day of, I'm just paying for her time for a day of. No, you're paying for the whole month. Like we are still, if you leave something off, we definitely might have to call somebody and say, hey, I have a situation where I need you to bring x y and z over to this wedding because they left it off you know so we are basically sometimes it works out perfectly and seamlessly you know if you have a couple that that plan stuff all the time and then sometimes you have people who just say oh, i'm gonna plan my wedding on pinterest and they forget so much stuff where it's like now we're planning the wedding the weekend of the wedding and it, it, it's it's happened you know and you don't want it to happen like that but it's happened and I, I honestly don't I don't even recommend month of I don't <laughs> I just don't, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> because That's it's hilarious. just so it's a risk man it's a risk like okay I'm a planner right so uh-huh. I yeah yes I can plan my own wedding for instance I planned my own wedding with my mom and we just had a day of person she didn't even she didn't even have to do a timeline because I did it myself. So it's just like she literally just showed up and did exactly what I told her to do with all of my notes and my timeline, you know? So when it's someone like that, then yes, great. Go in a month of. But when you've never planned anything, but you just you just want to have a month of because you don't want to pay, go ahead and pay because the money that you're going to save with your planner basically negotiating for you and getting those discounts for you it, it's worth it amen you like pretty much get right all now. the money back you, <laughs> right. you get all the money back so yeah. i think honestly i think most i i feel like most of the times people go with a month of planning because they feel like they're saving money you're not you end up losing more money because you're you're not getting any discounts like little to no discounts gotcha and then when you come paying in, for peace of mind, right? Like yeah, basically, exactly. exactly. And some people just wanna, they wanna just give you what they have and say, hey, here, this is what I want. You plan it. Fine. I love those clients. I love. Oh, I me. love it. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that will be me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But with the month, the month of, it's just, it's just a risk. Like so much could happen, and then you yeah. end up having to pay more because we're, we're now we're in like crisis mode, and we're like having to go to Michael's on the weekend after rehearsal and put all this stuff together for you, and you're gonna get an invoice after your wedding, like. you didn't budget for that right you didn't budget for that exactly yeah and you just i mean it's a risk it's a risk but i mean like i said you have you have it where it works out and then you have it when uh uh, like i said we're gonna make it be what you want it to be yeah but behind the scenes sometimes a lot goes into that and sometimes just you know brides miss it but and I know a lot of planners that don't even offer a month of because it end up being it ends up being too much work. 
Gotcha. Okay. So now do the month of planners help with getting food for the bridal party prior to the ceremony slash the reception? Yes. So for me, I always talk to the caterer and I say, hey, can you please leave, you know, whatever is passed out during cocktail hour, can you please leave extra for the bridal party? So after they finish taking pictures right before the um, the intro, because that's a long day and they probably eaten breakfast, but they really didn't eat anything else. So after they finish taking pictures, I make sure that they eat something. Sometimes the bridal party will actually go to cocktail hour and enjoy it while the bride and the groom are taking pictures. Sometimes they go up to the to the to wherever they were getting dressed at, they change their shoes and they never come back down until it's time to get introduced. So wherever they are, if they enjoy cocktail hour, I know that they're gonna eat there. But if not, then we make sure that there is food in the changing room so they, they can get something to eat before the reception so gotcha. anything that needs to be done on the date of just like a full full service planning wedding it it gets done um on that day so tending to the the bride making sure the bride eats i even so what i've started noticing was that as soon as the couple gets a break during the reception when people start eating they all come start coming up to the bride and the girl so for my brides i let them know there will be an announcement that says, please let the bride and the groom enjoy their first meal together. Okay. This is your first meal after you've said, I do. This is your literally like your first meal together as husband and wife. And so at my receptions, I always, I, I let them know, I ask them if they're okay with it because I let them know like, it's a long day and you're going to, your adrenaline is going to be high. You're not going to be thinking about eating, but I need you to eat. So, they love it because they're like, oh, that makes sense. It is my yeah. first time eating with my husband. Yeah, it is, right? So it makes sense. And then it's just like, it's enjoyable because you can eat with your husband. Y'all can talk about what y'all see and, you know, the table set up and everything. And, oh, such and such came. And, you know, you see, you get to take in the moment while you're eating with your husband instead of, oh, my food is in front of me, but I'm taking pictures. And that's a plate that you paid for. So I need Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I yeah. was just about to say that because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm one for the budget. And so I'm like, mm-mm, I paid for this meal. So I'm definitely going to enjoy this meal. Let me get mm-hmm. some to-go plates. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, exactly. And that's another thing, too. That's another thing, too. Like, yes. even then, I tell, I tell my, I tell the caterer, I say, you know, please make sure there's extra food left from cocktail hour four because that that's in the budget. That that guest count that includes the bridal party. Yes. So we need to portion out some for the bridal party if they're not gonna come to cocktail hour. The bride and groom need to eat before everybody else, and I, and we make that announcement. Please let them eat. You know, it's it's a very nice way that we say it, but it basically is saying don't don't come up here taking pictures. and and then too what we do is we do we pack a um, to-go plate and whatever car that they're leaving in we make sure we put um, food for the bride and groom to take back to wherever they're going after because after it's over you're you're hungry again you know so Mm -hmm. they have that option to be able to eat again if they want to because nobody is going out anywhere um what they may but 
Really? Not me. Yeah. I'm not paying for no more food. <laughs> right, exactly. Yes. Make sure the bride and groom is taken care of on that day. And like things that you don't even probably think about is it, done because it's just like, oh, wow, we have food waiting on us in the car. Yeah, you do. So um, we just make sure all of those little de- details are taken care of, no matter if it's month of partial or full full service planning. Okay. So do you all help with the invitation management as well? Yes, but it's like an extra. So right now I have a, a bride who her, her RSVPs come to me and I put them in so she doesn't have to worry about it because right now she's doing dress fittings and makeup trials and hair trials and figuring out other little little things that I need her to think about and not worried about who, who RSVP, who didn't. Because that's stressful too, because you're like, oh, well, such and such didn't RSVP yet. And and so that's something I do because I know that it's stressful. And then you want to make a Facebook post and say, well, if y'all don't RSVP, no, we're not, we're not doing any of that. Like, just get them sent to me. I'll put them in and I'll, I'll control your guest count. So, but I have had it where I order invitations, I send them out for the bride and this was a military bride she was gone away on deployment and so the invitations needed to get out be out so we chose a design that we you know we set on everything she paid it everything came here to my house and um i sent everything out for her and everything came back to me of course management rsvp management is definitely something that can be can be done but it's not really I don't include it in any of my packages. It's just like an extra service, like an a la carte service that they can choose. Good stuff. Okay. So do you help with rehearsal dinners at all? Like, I know y'all help with rehearsals, but what about the dinner? Like the planning of that? Yes, that's another a la carte service. <laughs> um, that's another a la carte service. So if most times, you know, they'll say, hey, can you help me with making reservations? So it's those brides that don't want to do anything. They just say, hey, I need you to do everything. I need you to do my bridal shower. I want you to do my rehearsal dinner. And that's fine. We'll do it. Anything you need for your wedding day and that is that comes with it, we'll do it. It's not included in a month of definitely not included in a month of and it's not really included in any other the services but it's that it's it's there as a a la carte service um so anything outside of the actual wedding so any dinners engagement parties bridal showers the little dinners that they have when they want to ask the bridal party to be in their wedding we'll plan all of that for you but it's just like i said it's a a la carte service and then too, depending on what, what, um, if you do full service planning or, or partial planning. So what I'll do is I'll add, and so on my invoice, I have, you'll have the service that you chose basically from our conversation in the quote. And then on the invoice, it'll say the service that you chose, it'll have that service. And then it'll have my gift to you choose one. And so it'll say invitation management, welcome bags rehearsal dinner so you just choose one of those things that you want now if you want something other than that you just let me know and you can still choose your gift but whatever else that you want it's just an extra fee but I always include like my gift to you so they they it's something that they can still get and that's my gift to them so I always do that too that's a very nice customer service tactic even 
like I feel like that could go a long way because mm-hmm. like so and so could just ask for you know like partial planning or like you know they they ask for something but then there's like something that they didn't think of that is an additional thing that like you offer as a gift I don't know I just think that's like that was a very nice touch I like that yeah and okay. it's kind of like a surprise because they don't know until they see the actual invoice so it's not on the quote so they get a quote they accept it it's not on the quote but it's on the actual invoice and then say my gift to you and you just choose one <laughs> that's very nice I like that yes yeah, very mm-hmm. very nice now do you set up and collect the personal items um yes okay mm-hmm. so yeah um any welcome welcome signs mm-hmm. charts yeah all of that stuff we set up so that and that's included in all of them so month or two so we collect it at rehearsal um, so anything that needs to go out on wedding day that the bride and the groom is bringing, we uh-huh. get it on wedding day and we set it up that morning. Perfect. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how many contingency plans do you have in place just in case something goes down? <laughs> I don't think you can ever have enough contingency plans, especially with month of. We definitely have it listed in writing. You know, of course, if it rains, or if you've planned something and it does not look right at all, we have the ability to move it and you're okay with it. Basically saying anything that does not look right or anything we see is about to go wrong, we have the ability to just change it without you knowing. And that's on wedding day. Of course, if something happens in the planning process, you're going to know about it. But on wedding day, you're not going to know about anything that's going wrong because we want you to enjoy the day. So... We definitely have it set up, but mainly more so about, you know, it's weather conditions, things that we just can't control. And then two, so like a makeup artist, like if a makeup artist can't come, I always have like a makeup artist on standby because you never know what what could happen. Um, So I always have a makeup artist on standby and I just say, hey, if something, any event, something happens with anybody that needs to be on site the day of, that's, you know, that's providing a service. So not somebody that's, like, dropping something off, but, like, somebody that's providing us some makeup artist, hairstylist, DJ, you know, something like that. We always have somebody on standby, and it's up to us to say, hey, okay, we're going to go with this person because the person you chose, they didn't deliver. We're going to deal with that contract and make sure you get your money back. But this other person that we decided to go with, this is this is just how it's gonna have to go. And and they understand that because at the end of the day, like we're gonna make sure it's the the look you're wanting. If it's a makeup artist, they can do hair. If it's a styling a hairstylist, um, they can play good music if it's a DJ, you know? So we just make sure everything is smooth as possible, but always just making sure we have that plan B in place. Okay. What are the red flags couples should be aware of from their month of coordinator or planner? I would say if you can't really get a response from them or they say, hey, you know, I really I'm not going to talk to you until four weeks before your wedding. I mean, you definitely want to be able to at least ask a question. You want to be able to see their work and ask them like, hey, can you show me a wedding that was just month of so I can see it? Um, if they can't show you anything, 
you might want to keep looking. Even though you like their work, they may not really do month of weddings, you know? Um, a person who they're not willing to work with you at all, it's just bad vibes because it's month of, or you feel like, you know, you just want like a recommendation or a question. You have a question, not really a planning question. You just want to talk to them about anything and they don't have time for you. Um, you definitely want to get a planner, whether it's month of, six months, 13 months out, 18 months out that you can relate to because this is the day, this is a person that's going to be speaking for you on your wedding day, you know? So they, you want to make sure they have your best interests at heart and, and what you, they're, they're, they're doing what you ask them to do and not what they want to do because they think is, it, it looks better, you know? So definitely somebody you can, you can at least talk to because this is the person who, you only you only gonna do this one time, right? Preferably, you only gonna do this one time, and so you can't you you don't want to mess it up, and you don't want to get somebody who's gonna mess it up or not show up, you know. So if you can't get for a month of especially because so I have a winner now, it's month it's month of right. I don't live in the same city, and I you know we really haven't had much communication, but we do have communication. So making sure that planner is checking in on you. Hey, just want to see how you're feeling about everything. Hey, how are you feeling today? Like just checking on you emotionally because you're planning a wedding is stressful. If you don't have that, if you can't talk to this person or just vent to them because, you know, some family member is getting on your nerves or RSVPs aren't coming back as fast as you want them to, you probably need to find another planner because your planner should not cause more stress in, you know, through this process. So if you can't talk to your planner or you feel there's a bad vibe or tension or, you know, it's just it's just bad communication. Like, I think that's that's the red flag right there, because after that one, it's just more red flags to come. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I get it. I mean, yeah, you know, it's, it's month of. But honestly, like I, I want to talk to my couple before the month like I just want to check in on them especially if I don't know them like we're we're advertising on Instagram it's it's brides I never met before um when I show up in Tampa on the 29th I've never met a couple before ever so best believe like when we talk on the phone we're talking on speakerphone we're talking on zoom I'm getting to know them because when I show up I want to feel like I've known you not like I'm just meeting you and it's awkward you know so You definitely want to have somebody you can build a connection with. So if you don't have that, I feel like it's a red flag. Well, one final question, and you kind of answered this earlier, but I'm going to ask anyway. So why should should or shouldn't a couple book a month of coordinator? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So... A couple should book a month of coordinator when they know for sure they know exactly what they want. They know exactly the vendors they want. They have it all planned out. So they are very detail oriented. Um, They know exactly how to do negotiations. Well, hey, I talked to this person and they're charging us. Can you, what can you do? They they just know exactly what they want and they're sure, they're sure of themselves. Um, And they really just need somebody to just show up and, do exactly what's already been planned um and making sure it flows right a person a couple should not hire a month of planner if all they've done was put some pictures on pinterest but they don't know how to explain to a vendor 
what it is exactly they want or if they still had they still on the on the month of they know like oh well i'm gonna just wait and let my my month of planner finish the rest no that's not the attitude to have with month of and if you don't have time to plan a wedding if you know your schedule is already busy and you know you can't take on a lot because it's stressful um you should not have a month of a month of planning you should definitely just go ahead and invest in partial or full planning depending on your schedule and what you already have in mind because it, it just saves you in the long run and it's so worth it also too and if if you feel like oh i'm only booking a month of planning because i want to save some coins that's not the attitude to have if that's if that's your you know your reasoning for it it's not a reason to hire a month of planning awesome Thank you so much for breaking everything down for us. Yeah. Like <laughs> you definitely gave it to us like real and uncut basically. You're welcome. <laughs> I hope it helps. <laughs> definitely. We're not going to let you go just yet. First, we're going to get into the unsolicited advice portion. That's where I give advice to all brides and couples listening that they didn't ask for because that happens a lot when you get engaged. My advice for this week is if you want to be cheap, hand deliver your invitations to <laughs> local <laughs> folks. Um, <laughs> that's real cheap if that's really what you want to do. But like, uh, I mean, unless you really just want to go digital, but I'm not suggesting that. Um, yeah. If, you know, you you know you're going to see somebody soon, just, like, slide it to them instead of putting it in the mail. <laughs> and if they lose it, that's on them. And that could be, like, one or two less people you got to worry about. So, So, yeah. basically, save your stamp money, girl. Save exactly. That stamp money adds up. It that does. Stamp money, it adds up. So, look. I'm just trying to help y'all out but <laughs> that's my little advice for this week now we could get into the vendor shout outs all right well this week i am ready so i'm gonna go ahead and knock out mine first i am gonna do something a little bit different i'm going to shout out bridget bailey dance company of course her name is bridget she is a choreographer and she owns her own studio um, and she does a lot of private lessons. And so recently she posted on her Instagram that she does choreograph if you have a special occasion like a wedding or anniversary, a pageant, Sweet 16, um, she will be there to help you choreograph a dance. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is perfect. So I want to just go ahead and shout her out. She's very, very nice. I've actually taken a class from her. But yes, yeah, so you can find her on Instagram at Bridget Bailey dance company of course all her information will be in the show notes but you can also find her at at www.bbdancecompany.com and that's it for me so okay. Vanessa, oh yes yeah, sorry your turn. yes Vanessa your <laughs> turn <laughs> I'll go so I want to shout out Tangie Williams she's in Tallahassee which with posh Thames. she's a florist in Tallahassee she has been doing florals for a while now in Tallahassee, and she also has partnered with a wedding planner in Tallahassee, and they have rentals. So definitely want to shout out Tangie. Shout out to Tangie Williams with Posh Dam. So if y'all are in Tallahassee looking for a florist, that's definitely a person to go to. also want to shout out makeup artist Philandry Knight. You can find her on Instagram, Makeup by Free. She is amazing. 
amazing. So yeah, those are my two shout outs. All right. Very nice. And I am going to shout out a baker based in Oregon. She has uh, three shops in Port in the like Portland and Oregon City areas, and her shops are called Fat Cupcakes. Her name is Angelica Hayes, but if you need someone to like make your pastries or your baked goods for like weddings, engagement parties, bridal showers, um, anything of that kind of like celebratory nature, hit her up. If you are over in on the West Coast, her Instagram is Fat Cupcake OR, and you can see all the beautiful delectables that she's made before. So yeah, go to uh, Fat Cupcake. So that's my person for the week. Sounds good. So. so- no, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead, actually. All right. So, Vanessa, where can people find you? Where can they book you? No more, follow you, all that. So, you can find me on Instagram, Vanessa Hayward Events. Vanessa Hayward, and that's H A Y W A R D Events on Instagram. Um, they can book me. My link is directly on there, and it goes straight to the booking form that you would need to fill out. Or they can go to my website, VanessaHaywardEvents.com, and they can see all the work there. And then once they click on the comment section, I mean, contact section, they can fill out the form. But definitely um, Instagram, Facebook, it's the same, Vanessa Hayward Events. And then if they need to email me, it's info.vanessahayward at gmail.com. Okay. Perfect. Yes. All right, Tania. So you can find me at Instagram at Belsori, and that's B-E-L-S-O-U-R-I. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you where you can find us. So you can find us on Instagram at HewIDoWed. You can also find us on Twitter and on Facebook. You can email us at HewIDoWed at gmail.com, or you can look us up online at HewIDo.com. Ashley, where can they find you? Oh, well, I mean, you basically closed it out. Find me at Demitage is on, just look in the show notes. I don't feel like spelling it. Um, (laughs) Thank you so much, Vanessa, (laughs) again, for talking to us today about month of coordination, month of planning, um, and just like really providing a lot of information because I think a lot of girls out here are opting for a month of coordinator or planner um, versus having a full-on planner or a partial planner. And so I think a lot of the information you basically gave out tonight will be very valuable to them. So I am truly appreciative of that. Thank you. Thank you for having me, ladies. You're welcome. So we will close it on out. So bye, y'all. All right. Thank you. Bye.